moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Thank you for joining me again. This is Asa Nilsson, host of More Moss to the People, the podcast. Today, I would actually, I want to credit somebody real fast, uh, Denise Duffield Thomas. She is um, a woman who has uh, written several books and she works with money blocks. And she has a podcast called Chill and Prosper that I listen to. And I would highly recommend that you listen in on that as well. She's really funny. And she said, when you start a presentation or you do a video or something, you should always say your name because not everybody knows what your name is. So hi, my name is Asa Nilsson and I am your host. So I'm going to read something to you today that is really hitting home. And I received this from one of my best girlfriends who was just here visiting Jade, my fashion Sherpa. She has an Instagram page. Go follow her. She's amazing. And this is a quote that I have heard for so many years, and it has resonated so deeply with me. And the first time I ever heard it was when I had a business partner back in the day, and I was feeling really out of sorts. I wasn't connecting. I wasn't like, things were just kind of falling apart, fizzling out between us. And I was realizing that I wasn't like showing up as myself, like truly as myself. And I was doing like complete self-sabotaging types things. I was like overextending, bending backwards, doing like no boundaries in place, like whatsoever. And I heard this quote and I stopped and it, I'm going to read it to you right now. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. 
We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. That is a quote by Marianne Williamson. And I absolutely was just flabbergasted the first time I heard it. And I started crying because it was exactly what I had been doing. I had been keeping myself small so that somebody else could feel bigger. So somebody else could shine brighter. And I'd always say to myself, you know what? I'll deal with myself later. I can take care of myself later. No, you know what? It's not important. Everybody else is more important than me. Let me just take care of them first. And my friend, it is not the truth. We all have this beautiful, beautiful light inside of us, every one of us. And so if you are finding yourself right now minimizing yourself, keeping yourself small, checking yourself out, like checking out of showing up as the grand, beautiful master of your own life, then I really, really want to encourage you right now to cut the shit. Okay. Because when we do this, the world suffers. The world, the entire world suffers from us not being ourselves. Like everything that we're supposed to bring to the table. Our, when we came here, this life, we had a purpose. We have an intention. We have something to do. What is it? What is it? I know you know it. I know you instinctively, intrinsically know it. That you're like, oh no, I meant for more. No, no, no. I know there's supposed to be something bigger for me. I know I'm supposed to be doing this. And what are you waiting for? You're waiting for. What am I waiting for? I mean, I have been doing this my whole life too. I keep going back to the same habits, the same routines, the same like grooves in the road. You know, when you're driving and you're trying to like get out of the groove and it's really hard, like your car's shaking because you're like in those two lines and you can't get out of it, but it's not impossible. It's just, you have to make a little bit of effort. You have to take a step. You have to like turn the wheel a little bit, like just move the wheel a little bit. And then all of a sudden you're not in the same groove anymore. You're not in the same habit. What habits are you doing that are so unconscious that in some way, though, you know, in your heart of hearts, like, ugh, it's yucky. Like, I don't like that I do that. I don't like that I don't show up as myself. I don't like that I didn't just say what I really thought to that person because I thought it would hurt their feelings. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Where are you doing this in your life? Where are you choosing to sabotage yourself in order? to allegedly help or fix for somebody else something that you think you have the power over or the power to do? Where are you co-signing other people's bullshit when in fact you're like, wait a minute, wait, wait, who'd the door here, folks? 
Remember, big doors swing on small hinges. Heard that from my old coach, Bianca Gignac. Gignac. Bianca. She's amazing. She's beautiful. And she uh, owns a company called Italian Fix. And if you ever have an interest in going to Italy on like a, a tour, like a group tour with people, like a small group of people, she does these beautiful like ah tours that I'm going to do one day. Anyway, um, she said that, Asa, big doors swing on small hinges. I want to give her credit for that because it's true. What kind of a small decision do I need to make today to shift out of my rut, to shift out of the routine that I know is not filling me, that I know is not filling the world? I know that I am meant to do more collaborative work with other people. I know it. I love to collaborate. I love working with other people. And the thing is, I keep doing the same things. I'm great with ideas. I am excellent with this. Now, I'm also great with follow through, but I like to work with other people. And I'm finding myself sitting here in my home, doing my thing, doing my podcasts, you know, introducing myself to people and asking, would you like to be a guest on my podcast? And that's terrific. That's terrific. Now, I also would like to earn money. (laughs) Doesn't that sound gross? Oh, I also want to earn money. No, it's not gross. It's beautiful. There's no reason why I shouldn't earn money. And, you know, I've done this coaching business for so long where I was so inconsistent with charging people because I was in the process of learning something. God's rejection. No, no. Your, what is it? What is it? God's rejection is your protection. Something like that. God's rejection is your protection. So I have constantly felt rejected, like rejected at a universal level where I'm like, well, why don't people want to work with me? Why don't people want to pay me for my coaching? Why don't suck my thumb again? There I go. Sucking my thumb. Why, why, why? When instead I could say, Asa, look, pay attention. What have you learned? Who have you met? What beautiful people have you surrounded yourself with? in these past six years that are now a part of your fiber that you didn't even know them before. They didn't have to be paying coaching clients. They're beautiful human beings that I love. Now, how can I maybe do some collaboration work with these people in a way? Do I want to have some more guests on my podcast? Do I want to have a regular guest on my podcast? Do I want to guest on somebody else's podcast? I mean, what do I want to do? I mean, I have to have an alternative for people to pay me. Perhaps there are benefactors out there that just want to give people money so that they continue doing the work and showing up in the world for their movements. Hello, you're welcome to join me. You're welcome to send me some do re mi if you would like. As a matter of fact, you can send me $20,000. I'm looking for $20,000. That would be great. Thank you. I'm just going to put that out there just in case you are that benefactor happening to be listening right now. By June 1st, I want that in my account too. I'm getting clear with the universe on what it is that I'm actually wanting to have because money for me is safety. Money for me is safety. Having money in my accounts means that I'm safe. This is something that is a part of my genetic makeup where I need to know that I am safe financially. 
And whether that is in fact true or not, it's, it is a perception in my mind. What do you have as far as like these things in your own mind? Where do you need to feel safe? How do you need to feel safe? How are you protecting yourself? How are you keeping yourself small and only seeing your life from one perspective when perhaps you need to go into the observer mode, go into the helicopter and look down on your life. I have my eyes closed right now and I'm just like moving my hands around as though you're like a puppet on the string. Like you're, you are the puppet. This whole life is just like a charade to begin with. And everything is just, it can be changed in a second. It can change in a second. Everything can change in a second. There's dogs walking by my house barking. My cat's probably outside bothering them. So excuse the noise. But where are we doing this? If we are all meant to shine as children do, we were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. What is the glory of God? God, universe, Apple, Buddha. I don't care what you believe in. It does not have to be a religious. It doesn't have to be anything like that. You know, I don't care about religion. I care about knowing that there is something higher at work here. So if I know that I'm leading with my heart and doing this podcast and coming to you and sharing my heart and my soul with you every week, sharing my heart and soul with guests, people potentially, I don't even know, but now who like my Jacqueline Smith, my universal intuition. I love this woman. I think about her constantly and I want to reach out to her and say, how are you doing love? How can I help you today? Is there something going on in your life that you need help with? Because let me tell you, I'm here for you. I mean, this is a woman that I just met. How beautiful is that? If I didn't start this movement, this podcast, I wouldn't have met her. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to meet that beautiful soul. What do you want to start? What do you dare to do that feels so, so supremely aligned with God, I know I'm not doing it right now, but I really want to do this. There's like, I want to volunteer here. I want to meet this person. I want to, I want to find love. How do you think we find love? We find love by loving ourselves. How do we find new work? We find new work by loving the work we have. How do we find new experiences? We love the experiences that we're in. Gosh. Talk about a reminder. This is a spiritual moment right now. I'm getting downloaded like, holy shit. I'm getting downloaded right now. We have to be present now, present this moment. Carpe punctum. Seize this moment. Not always looking in the rearview mirror. Not always looking in the windshield. What's coming? Where are we now? Oh my God. More moss to the people. Somebody asked me, I don't understand the reference for more moss to the people. I'm like, well, you can go back out to my original podcast episode where in my intro I explained, you know, how I came up with the name and how my friend Angela Statzer and I, and we were talking about being out in the moss and how we want to slow down and we want to enjoy ourselves and we want to walk slower, eat slower, think slower, dream slower. Just be in the moment. That's what mindfulness is. That's the point of getting back to the moss, coming out to the forest, decompressing, reconnecting to soul and to spirit and to Mother Earth, and reconnecting to the yin and the yang, the balance that is us. We are so off skew with the, the production mentality and 
having to achieve and consume and produce and consume and did I already say that? And uh, all of it. How do we come back to, you know, there's a shift, there's a shift in the universe. And I don't know if you feel it, but I feel it so strongly. We are changing. We are balancing out. We need one another to balance out. How can we work with each other to balance out our lives, to balance out our hearts and just to reconnect to each other and to say, wow, is that what you do? That's really cool. Oh my God. I don't know how to do that. Can you help me with that? And I'll help you with this. I mean, why can't we all help each other? Why does everything have to be so tied to a monetary number? It's the story. That's the lie. That's, you know, my lie of telling myself if I have $20,000 in my account by June 1st, I'm going to feel safe. Maybe there's a benefactor out there that wants to give me $20,000. Maybe there's 20,000 people that want to give me $1. <laughs> oh my God. I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If I know that I am safe in myself, who I am, I have always had enough. I will always have enough. You are always enough. You have always had enough. When will we stop telling ourselves <laughs> that it's something else outside of us that we need to achieve, something else outside of us that's going to give us the answer, something other than what we already have uh, that is going to somehow make us happy? It's not. It's not. It's inside of us. Our spirit, our God, our soul, our karmic lessons. Why did we come here? What are we here to learn? What is our purpose? Our purpose is to love. Our purpose is to love one another. And when we feel something is wrong, to stop doing it. If we feel something is mean that we're doing, stop doing it. If we're saying something ugly, stop saying it and apologize. Tell people we're sorry for our actions when we say something wrong or do something wrong. Apologize for bad mistakes that we have made. Own up to our freaking selves and be not afraid to look ourselves in the mirror and say, oh my God, I am the light. I am brilliant. I am gorgeous. I am talented. I am fabulous. I am a child of God. And I will not play small anymore. I challenge you. Do not play small. You rise up. Rise up. Be proud of who you are. Oh, God, it reminds me of a song. Okay. Well, my darling. Oh, Ooh, my voice is shaking. This means something to me. When my voice shakes, it means that I am being led right now to share this message with you. If you need to hear this, take it and you better fucking run with it. Take it and run, my friend. Oh, God. With so much love. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast. Without him, this would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me, let me say a little something about my friend, Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time. Whatever you do, do it well, and then pass it on. Peace, and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.